He's my Savior. And there's excitement about that. There's excitement about the fact that He is my Savior. And now, I esteem Him. Very high, very valuable. Because He saved my soul. He changed me. He changed my life. And He gave to me eternal life. We want to read verses 43 through 45 again this morning. Verse 43, Now after two days he departed thence and went to Galilee. That is, he departed Samaria where he had been with the Samaritans and a great number of them, a great many of them were saved. Came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And he departed for Galilee, which was his intent all along. Remember that when the chapter began, he was leaving Judea and Jerusalem to return to Galilee, but he must needs first go to Samaria. And so on his way there, instead of going around Samaria, he went through Samaria because there were many souls there to be saved. Verse 44 says, after saying he came into Galilee, for Jesus himself testified that a prophet hath no honor in his own country. And that's where he picked up the thought of honor. He left Nazareth. He didn't set up his headquarters in Nazareth of Galilee because they rejected him, because they would not believe him. They wanted to kill him. Remember last week as we looked at that thought. And, and so, but these Galileans, we're going to see, did see that they, they honored him. Verse 45. Then when he was come into Galilee, Galileans received him having seen all the things that he did at Jerusalem at the feast. For they also were went unto the feast. They received him. So the second evidence of faith is, is the receiving. Receiving the things of God. Receiving the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you count the things of the Lord Jesus Christ valuable? If you count them valuable, then you receive them. There's a, a taking hold. That's what the word literally means. To take hold of. To take by the hand. You, you take hold of those things. You cherish those things. And you want more. 
You want more of Christ. And I think that's what these Galileans wanted that we see today. But before we get too far into this, turn with me to the sixth chapter. The sixth chapter of the book of John. In verse 68, Jesus had just finished up teaching, preaching to the Pharisees and to the multitudes some hard things, some hard doctrines, some things that were hard for them to believe, some Things that were hard for them to to put their confidence in, to take hold of. In the end of the chapter, we find they all went away. They all went away, but the apostles. The Lord asked them in verse 67. He said to them, Oh, have the light. Will ye also? You have the light here with you Go for away. a little while yet. Because you have multitudes the... did not take hold of, they did not receive, receive the things the of Jesus God. Christ. They did not receive the word of truth. They left. They went away. And the Lord said, Will ye also go away? Verse 68. Then Simon Peter, spokesman for the twelve. All you can imagine all the twelve saying this. Answered him, Lord, Master, we belong to you. What the word Lord means? Lord. To whom shall we go? <laughs> Where are we going to go? And to whom? Who, who are we going to go to? You're our Lord. You're our Master. We belong to you. Thou hast the words of eternal life. <laughs> you, you have the words of eternal life. You see, there, there was a receiving of the word of God there was receiving the truth concerning Jesus Christ they, they had eternal life they asked, do you want more do you want to lay hold of more than you presently have these twelve did they wanted more they wanted to lay hold of more I mean that that, that teaching that, that Jesus had just expounded in the sixth chapter was wonderful, it was marvelous they ate it up they were excited over it turn with me to the book of 1st John the book of 1st John in chapter 1 verses 1 through Three. We see here John testifying in this letter that he writes. Verse 1 says, 
that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. The word. The Lord Jesus Christ, who is the giver of eternal life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us, that which we have seen and heard, declare unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly... Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, here, here is the words, the testimony of John having received Christ and continuing to receive things of God and to not only receive them and to get hold of them, but to share them with others who are wanting to lay hold of more of the things of God. These Galileans were such people as this. They received Christ. They weren't like the city of Nazareth. They weren't like those of Nazareth who rejected Him, who did not receive His Word, the Word they hated the word of truth. They hated him because of the word of truth. How much did they hate him? Enough so they wanted to put him to death. They were going to cast him head first down that mountainside. But it wasn't his time yet. And so he escaped away through their midst. These Galileans had heard the Lord Jesus Christ. They had heard Him preach. And they had seen His marvelous works in Jerusalem at the Passover. They had, they had heard, as did John the Apostles. They had heard, they had seen and witness to those things. We just read you that passage in the first book of 1 John where John said that which we've seen, that which we've heard, that which we've handled of the word of life. Turn with me to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs in chapter 8. And in verse 34, Proverbs 8 and verse 34 says, Blessed or happy. That, <laughs> this man is blessed. And blessed, he's happy. What is he happy about? Is the man that heareth me, that heareth wisdom. That heareth Jesus Christ, that heareth the gospel of Jesus Christ, 
He lays hold of it. He receives it. Watching daily at my gates. Being at the post of my door. These are evidences that he has received it. He's eager about the things of God. He has heard the gospel. He believed the gospel. He received the gospel. And now he's eager about the things of Christ. He said, watching daily at my gates. <laughs> watching daily for, for the truth. Watching daily concerning the things of God. Waiting at the post of my door. Waiting for the doors of the house of the Lord to open. Boy, I don't believe I've ever seen in my lifetime people standing at the house of the Lord waiting for the doors to open because they were eager for the things of God. I've witnessed people standing waiting for the doors to open for other kinds of events. But not for the house of the Lord. I have told you all that, that we, I've even heard people testify. I, I was going to come to church there this morning, but, but I came and the parking lot was full. And so, somewhere else. People will, will park a mile away from a baseball game or a football game or some musical. They'll park a mile away, a mile and a half away, and walk there. But they won't park a block away from a church house. Into the doors. How shameful. I'd say those people are not eager for the things of God. They're not eager for the things of Christ. They're not eager for the truth. The truth of God's Word. Turn with me to the 15th chapter of the book of Proverbs. The 15th chapter. And look with me at verse 31. The ear that heareth Reproof of life. You got that? The ear that heareth the reproof of life biteth among the wise. <laughs> he, that, he that hears the reproof of life, he that hears the word of God, he that hears the truth, he that hears wisdom, he that hears the things concerning Jesus Christ, and he receives them, this word. Heareth here means not only to hear, but it's a it's a taking to himself, and it's it's a taking in obedience to those words he hears. He he dwells. He dwells with those that are wise. He dwells with those who have likewise heard wisdom. Those who likewise have heard gospel of Jesus Christ and they've received it they delight in it and they're eager for more of things of Christ turn with me to the book of Matthew Matthew chapter 13 
verse 16, look at what Jesus told his disciples again here. In verse 16, but blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. If you have eyes to see the Word of God, ears to hear the Word of God, that is understanding and knowledge of the Word of God, you're blessed. You're, you're a man, you're a woman that is blessed, and you're happy. You're happy in the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. These Galileans were a people that were seeking. They were seeking God. They were not only seeking God, but they were worshiping God. How do we know that? They had been to Jerusalem. What did they go to Jerusalem for? They went to Jerusalem to worship God. How did they worship God? By observing the Passover. The Passover was worshiping God. So they went to Jerusalem to worship God. To seek God and to worship Him. They had heard Jesus while there. They had heard Jesus preaching and witnessed his marvelous works, which he did. What were the things they witnessed? What were the things that they gave witness to? Well, turn with me back to the book of John. The book of John in chapter 2, refresh your memories of Jesus going, in, going up there to Jerusalem. Jesus left Galilee and his disciples and went to Jerusalem. Why? Because the Jews' Passover was nigh, was near. Verse 13. And the Jews Passover at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Jesus went to Jerusalem. What did these Galileans witness while Jesus was at Jerusalem? Well, they witnessed Jesus going into the temple. And Jesus found that they had made a place of merchandise out of the temple, out of the house of God. There were those who sold ox and sheep and doves. There were money changers. I mean, it was just a regular business in there. That's what we experience when we go to Walmart, right? There's all that stuff there being sold, and there's the money changers up front. Well, people are pretty much absent from those money changers. You, you pretty much got to do it yourself, you know, if you want to get through there and any length of time, whatever. But that's where we're at in today's world. They weren't there here. So they were money changers there to take care, to receive the money and to, to make change for the people who were buying the uh, sheep and ox and doves and what have you. 
And Jesus made a scourge, remember, and he, and he drove out the sheep and the oxen. Drove them out, drove those people out, overthrew the tables of the uh, money changers. You can see the money just scattering all over the floor, can't you? And he said to those that sold doves, take these things hence, take these things out of here. Don't make my father's house and house of merchandise, he said. And his disciples, that brought to memory his, the two, the disciples brought to their mind the passage of Scripture in the Old Testament that talked about the zeal thine house hath eaten me up. Then the Jews begin to question Jesus. By what authority you do these things. By what authority do you do you do you do you drive out the sheep and the oxen and and, and, and the, the the sellers of of those things and and overthrow the money changers and give the sellers of doves of the temple? Who gave you the authority to do that? Well, Jesus said, they wanted to know a sign. Give us a sign as to your authority to do that. Jesus said to them, they didn't understand this, but Jesus said to them, my death, burial, and resurrection will be the sign. Will be the sign by what? that I do these things. He said, destroy this temple and in three days I'll raise it up again. Oh, they, they showed their ignorance. They showed they didn't understand what he was talking about. They said, 40 and 6 years was this temp temple in the building and, and you're, you're going to raise it up again in three days? Why, you're crazy. You're a lunatic. These Galileans were all witnesses to that, were they not? Verse 23. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast day, on the day of the Passover, Many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. Jesus, obviously, from the time that he cleansed the temple, he told about, about his death, burial, and resurrection. He continued to do miracles, wonders. He continued to teach and to preach. It comes the Passover day, the of the Passover and many believe you suppose that some of them were Galileans I do 
I think many of them were Galileans. They were there. They, heard, they witnessed. They heard and they witnessed the marvelous works which Jesus did. And now, Jesus, they returned ahead of him because, remember, Jesus took a, a sabbatical in Samaria. And now, Jesus comes back into their coast, into the coast of Galilee, comes back into Galilee. And they were excited to see him. They received him. <laughs> oh, this is he in whom I've trusted. <laughs> this is he in whom I heard and I, I saw the marvelous works. And by the way, those marvelous works, who did they testify of? They testified of Jesus. They testified as to who he was. They testified that he was. He is the son of God. The, the Galileans welcomed him. And they welcomed him gladly and received him gladly. They had received his word and welcomed Him. They were convinced of Him. They had been convinced at Jerusalem of the words that they heard and, and, and in the, the marvelous works which He did. They convinced them He was. He's the Son of God. As Peter testified, Whom do men say that I am? And they told Him, and he said, but whom do ye say that I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. How did they know that? By the things which they heard, by the things which they seen. They give testimony to the fact that he was the Son of God. Turn with me to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews in chapter 11 and 6. But without faith, Hebrews 11, 6, but without faith it is impossible to please Him, to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe, must be convinced, must be fully convinced that he is that he is God that he is the living God the true God and that he is a rewarder rewarder with eternal life of them that diligently seek him they manifest that they truly have believed they are fully confident in him by, by the fact that they diligently continue to seek him. They diligently continue to follow after. They diligently continue to receive the things of God. Turn with me to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew in chapter 10. 
Matthew 10, 10 verse 40. Jesus said, call out, call his disciples unto him. And he chose 12 to be apostles. Gave them power over all sorts of unclean spirits and, and to do wonders and miracles. And he sent them forth. He sent them forth into all the cities of the house of Israel. And he says this in verse 40. He that receiveth you receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, he that lays hold of me, receiveth him that me, lays hold upon God the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever receiveth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus, he that receiveth you, you're going... You're preaching the gospel, my gospel. If they receive you, they receive me. If they receive me, they receive the Father. That Turn with me over to the book of Luke in chapter 8. The book of Luke, chapter 8 and verse 40. Jesus and his disciples are returning by boat from the land of Gadara. They left Galilee by boat, going across the Sea of Galilee to the land of Gadara, where Jesus healed the maniac of Gadara. And the people over there didn't receive that too well because they lost their livelihood. They saw their gains being lost. And they, they admired Jesus to leave. Leave this land. We don't want you here. Jesus and his disciples got back in the boat. And they went back to the other side of Galilee to Capernaum to Galilee it came to pass that when Jesus was returned the people gladly received him for they were all waiting for him this is the joy of the Galileans I, I'll let you in on a little secret here the Galileans the light shine on them <laughs> they, they were dwelling in darkness. They were dwelling in the shadow of death. And, and they had the light shine on them. They had believed the truth that Jesus preached and taught. Seen the evidence of his marvelous works, his works which testified of who he was. Now they received him, and they were gladly received him, and they were waiting for him. Now this is a separate occasion from the occasion we have in our text, the book of John chapter 4. But that shows you the attitude 
of the Galileans, not, not of the city of Nazareth. They rejected him, but not all Galileans rejected him. Turn with me to the book of Matthew. The book of Matthew in chapter 5 and verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You see, hungry and thirsting. Oh, we want more of Christ. These Galileans, they were eager for Christ. They were glad to see that he had returned to Galilee. And they welcomed him. They received him. They laid hold of him. They continued to hear of him. They continued to witness the marvelous works which he did. A great light, a great light has shined land of darkness. Turn with me <clears throat> to the fourth chapter in the book of Matthew. You remember when Jesus had started his ministry and he had been baptized and he left Jordan, went into the wilderness of Judea. There was tempted of Satan 40 days and 40 nights fasting. And from that temptation and begins to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 13 tells us why he set up his, his headquarters in Capernaum. In verse 13, and leaving Nazareth. He came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zebulon and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled which it was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw great light. This is said concerning Galilee. This is concerning the Galileans. Capernaum was in Galilee. It was in the land of Zebulon and Naphtali, Galilee. They, with sad darkness, saw great light, and to them, which sat in the region and shadow of death, light sprung up. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah. Let's read what Isaiah said there in the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, in verse 1. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. 
Nevertheless, the distance shall not be such as was in her vexation. When at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulon and the land of Antelai, and afterward did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee of the nations. The people that walked in darkness. That was the greater affliction that he put upon them. The darkness he put upon Zebulon and upon Naphtali, upon Galilee, have seen a great light. <laughs> they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, but upon them hath the light shined. What was that light? What was that like? John chapter 1. Turn with me back to the book of John. John chapter 1. Verses 4 through 7. In Him, in whom? In Christ. In the Word. The Word which dwelt with God and the Word which was God. And the Word created all things. There was not anything made, not made by Him. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. <laughs> and the light shined in darkness. It shined in the land of Zebulon and in the land of Naphtali. It shined in Galilee, as we're seeing this morning. And the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John the same came to bear witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe you see he was the light it shined in darkness it shined in Galilee it shined in Nazareth in Nazareth that darkness didn't comprehend it did not lay hold of upon it but in Zebulon and Naphtali, in Galilee, the rest of Galilee, it did shine. And they laid hold of it. They received it. John chapter 2, verse 12, Jesus told his disciples there, he said, Then speaketh Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I ask you this question. Are you still abiding in the shadow of death? Are you still abiding in darkness? Or has the light shine, the life-giving light that shine upon you? John chapter 12 and Verse 35, Jesus said this. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while I lie with you. While you have the light. 
lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. Listen, I, I'm here today to tell you, you have the light. You have the light here with you for a little while yet. You have the gospel of Jesus Christ here today. The gospel of light here now. It's not always going to be here. Has it shined upon you? Oh, if not, we invite you to come to Christ. We invite you to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we stand and have a song in closing? Brother Mike.